Good morning, smuts. Okay, I'm. I always forget nobody can see me, so I'm like dancing in the background. Um. Anyways, uh, Michaela and I are recording this the night before, so prepare for absolute chaos. We work well under pressure. I feel we work well mm-hmm. together. We work well under pressure. We become diamonds when pressurized. Yeah, is that I how agree. diamonds work? I've never seen that I Leonardo think... DiCaprio movie. I think so. Um, <laughs> she's speak- weirdly speaking of Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm talking to my dad tonight about. Uh, I fucked up my Roth IRA, which people know if they look into my stories. So I'm trying to fix that. My dad's just like spitting investment information at me because he's an accountant or something. And I'm just, he says something about like slips or something. And I was like, oh, like, we were talking about stocks and like, like penny stocks. And he looks at me. I'm like, sorry, everything I know about investments came from Leonardo DiCaprio and the Wolf of Wall Street. Like that's literally where all of my information, I've seen that movie like 15 times. That's where all my information comes from. Tits. Lots of tits are involved in the stock market, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for a man with a bag of cocaine. Good for him, I guess. Anything that got Margot Robbie out of the small town fucking Queensland, God bless. Yeah, I felt really bad for her in that movie, though. Hmm. She was pretty badass, though. There you go. Badass, though. Yeah. Yeah. So hello. Hi. Hi. Yes. We're here. Uh, we are ready to bring you overhyped books. Michaela is going to uh, guide us through this because she asked all of you, well, a small selection of you who responded to our story about a what, okay, a lot of us. That's true, actually. That's true. You, you did tell me how many votes each book got, and yeah. that was actually quite a bit. So yeah. thank you if you responded. If you didn't respond and you wish you'd responded, check out our stories like once a week when we remember to post. It's well, very it's, sporadic. It's in my happy little head kind of popping on saying, good morning, smarts. And yes, I did steal that from Scream Queens. Um, yeah. Chanel Oberlin. Borrowed. Borrowed. Lovingly borrowed. There you, go. there you go. Yeah. So we'll start off kind of like talking about what we think is an overhyped book, mm-hmm. which, you know, it may be a different definition for both of us. I personally think that an overhyped book is the one that I cannot swing a cat without seeing something about it. Like it's on bookstagram, my real life friends are reading it. I'm kidding. None of my real life friends can read. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's everywhere. TikTok, it's, you see the fucking little quotes and it pops up or it's a book that probably wasn't as good as you thought it was. You know what I mean? Like in my Mm -hmm. opinion, because I've read a lot of books and some of these books I'm sitting there, I'm like, is this the same book that everyone else has read? You know, I'm throwing my paperback. I'm like, have I been switched out? Is this a changeling? Are we okay? So yeah. I'm going to go in. I'm coming in hot with this one. The first two books I'm going to say are from the Bridgerton series. And it's I just two of the books from two random stopped, books from the series. Well, I stopped after Eloise's book because I was like, okay. I don't want to read about the children growing up and getting their fuck on. Like that's, it ain't for me. I couldn't well, you clearly thing. were not a fan of the Nora Roberts McGregor series, which I haven't it read went that. grandparents, kids, grandkids, cousins of the grandkids. She might still be writing them. I don't even know. What it was a little in bit the weird. American South is that? That is too damn much. No, actually, so I think I'm... they lived in fucking the East Coast, so oh, like Maine okay. or something. I don't know. I've read so many books about Maine lately. Look at this. We're always just digressing. Kate and I <laughs> see a butterfly and we follow it together. We're having so much fun. Um, but no, we'll go back to the Bridgerton books. So I don't even know the name of them, but I remember reading them and I was like, what in the Cinderella retelling is Benedict's book? I didn't like I that. I read oh. Benedict's book. Is it I book three? Like, I don't know. I read the first one and then the second one. Maybe. It was I remember... I even watched the first season and I remember mm. nothing of the plot. Like I could not describe Bridgerton to you, which mm. is like really weird. But yeah, I, I, I see why it's on this list because for me, it just kind of blends in among all the historicals I read that are kind yes. of the same. Yes. Um, it always it, it always intrigues me what gets picked up. Yes. For, for yes. things like this. And I think it's more just like, you know, it's it's very, I don't know, appealing to a large amount of people because there's nothing overtly special about it okay so this is not a romance series but this leads me into my hottest take you will ever hear oh god i don't think that half the people who watched game of thrones actually understood what the fuck was going on in that show i'm just putting it out i read it and watched it and i still ask questions every time 
Exactly. So if I said to you, I've got this show, you're like, okay, like a show, I'm listening. It's not Tiger King. Fantastic. Three years to the pandemic. Hello. Uh, it's about politics. And you're like, oh, it's set in old times. Oh, a brother and sister fuck each other. I'm out. I feel like people just watch Game of Thrones because they thought it was good. Like they didn't think it I was mean, good. I mean, that's would, the brother and sister fucking is where, that's where I popped in. I was like, <laughs> you have my attention. Then the I am now watching this. Yeah, Actually, I, how I got into it is I just was trying to impress uh, my new boyfriend at the time, who is now my husband. And it college. And it worked. I was like, money. he was like, I have a show for you to watch. And I was like, I will literally do whatever it takes for you to think I'm fucking cool. Yeah, I love Game of Thrones. We even read the first book. But in my, I mean, he also read Hunger Games and pretended to like it. So <gasps> Hunger Games. No, that deserves the hype. But yeah, yeah, so that was that's my other my other hot take. What is your first overhyped book that you can think of? The first one, obviously, that came to mind was the Love Hypothesis. Mm-hmm. Like it has to be. And so for me, I agree with your definitions that overhyped can doesn't necessarily need to be a bad thing. It can just be that it was shoved in your face five thousand times to the point where you were like, "Please, I almost don't want to read it," in like because of all the attention it's getting. Yes. Because I'm just mad at having to look at it. 50 minutes a day through Instagram reels. Hmm. Um, I rated the love hypothesis at the time five stars. Yeah. I later went back and amended it to four, which I don't normally amend my reviews. Cause I'm kind of like, just go with your first gut instinct, but I, I reread it. And I was like, I missed a lot of things. Like, I, cause I speed read um, with the intention of if it's good, I will read it again. If it's bad, then I just waste a ton of time on it. So it's fine. Um, but yeah, I, so I enjoyed the love hypothesis. But I was telling Michaela, it had no business blowing up. I, I yes. do not understand. Because even as far as contemporary like romances go, it it was entertaining. But it wasn't like, I don't know. It, I wasn't impressed yes. with it. Um, I felt I felt like it kind of missed a few marks. The mouth and the on the boob thing was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, did it blow up because it was a, originally a fan fiction and people were riding the Adam Driver way? Um, well, embarrassingly, I also rated it five stars. Guess yeah. how many ratings this has on Goodreads? Forty-two thousand nine hundred and eighty-one thousand five hundred and ninety-one. It has a 4.22 on Goodreads. That's actually, for that many ratings, that's really good. Yeah. I mean, anything above a four, I'm like, I'm impressed. I read anything. It could be, it could have five ratings and be a two. And I'm like, I will make my own goddamn judgment. But I, I, I am impressed. Yeah. What was? The pumpkin book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That was quality. Fuck to pumpkin. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, my flaps have been blown off by that statistic that is insane to yeah. me the love hypothesis um and but again also- i think i think it's just one of those things where it's not offensive really no. in any unless you're in a phd program in which case i heard it's like wildly inaccurate but which is funny because i think the author like was a grad student and yes or something well, i like remember reading had that at the back of the book and i was like you just wrote about yourself babe but the love hypothesis is so inoffensive and accessible yeah that i gave my mother-in-law a copy so it's one of yeah. those books. It's like a book that I would give to my mother-in-law, which leads yeah. me to the next overrated books as mm. voted by our gorgeous followers um, with six votes. Well, you know, a whole bunch of the books had been thrown out and it was Emily Henry. So people we meet on vacation, that one popped up a lot. Um, book lovers. I'm kind of in the camp that it's sort of romance, like it's romance light. Um, it is mm. more just like fiction to me personally. Um, and having said that, I did do an Emily Henry. I read three of her books in 24 hours and I gave all of them five stars, I think. And yep. I've given them to my mother-in-law. Yep. So. They're good. Again, maybe that's the maybe that's the secret to hype. Well, hmm. not always. It doesn't I think there's like two areas of books that get super hyped. Books that are, like we said, like inoffensive, the kind of book you'd recommend to anybody. Like, I would have no qualms about recommending this to my mother-in-law. Like you said, I would have no qualms about recommending this to my grandpa's girlfriend. They have sex, but it's like, meh, not like my mom loves Emily Henry and we talk about them together. I love Emily Henry. But then, then there's books like the other ones we're going to talk about that are 
like one step above YA. So they're like new adult or, you know, they're young characters and they're for people who just graduated out of like gentle YA and had their mind blown by like a simple hand necklace. You know, they're like, oh my God, he choked her. I'm like, okay, until he's like skull fucking her, like, don't call me. I read a book with blood play. Like it wasn't a good book, but it still had blood play. I was like, yes. And then I also commented on a TikTok where they asked all of these Australian boys, sex on your period, yes or no. And all of them are just you know, amazing. I commented, I was like, yeah, the boys. And there was like 3000 comments. Cause all the guys like, yeah, do it in the shower. You put a towel down, you know, like, it's like, we need more period sex in books. Like let's get that yep. happening. Honestly. Yeah. I think me I've only me. read one. Yeah. If you have any racks, let us know. I've only read, I think one book. Shall we ready? The shot glasses? Was it a Jessica? No, it was not a Jessica. They Incredible. are all like perfect, innocent virgins who never, ever have a period or fart or poop oh. or burp or queef can't be me nothing <laughs> nothing <laughs> no yeah i so give us more period um books but in terms in terms of emily henry though like yeah i think that's the secret to her because i don't think she's that involved in marketing her own books so was mm-hmm. it also just like a genius marketing situation from her publisher which is berkeley Yes, it's Berkeley. Berkeley is Berkeley is spectacular. Like they are they are pumping out quality shit right now if you're looking for a a publisher. Yeah. Now I think with Emily Henry more than anything, and like I said, I did do a YouTube video on her and it got like I guys, I put nothing into my YouTube. I just do whatever the fuck I want. Like in all facets of my life, let's be real. Um, but people really got into it. And another thing I've noticed, you know, like because I'm on YouTube and I love like falling asleep and in the vein of overhyped books, there is nothing funnier to me than seeing a booktuber haul a book and say, I haven't heard anyone talking about this. And it's like a book I see every single fucking day on Bookstagram. There was mm-hmm. this one, I think it was maybe The Predator by Runix. And I looked and it has like 30,000 ratings on Goodreads. I'm like, it's like an underhyped book to me is like, less than it's got to be less than a thousand yeah. you know what i mean like that is like an unknown and those are the books less than I a thousand and it came out like six years ago exactly. and you're like okay yeah yeah exactly and it's like this is gonna be balls to the motherfucking wall this is gonna feed me it's gonna give me what i want so mm-hmm. i think that yeah the the definition of overhyped and like it's it's different across all platforms you know like mm-hmm. tiktok you will hear everything about a certain book and then you're like what the fuck is this book and you know five people have read it yeah, but it's obviously good for authors to get their book out there. Um, but yeah, these ones that we're talking about are very widely known, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely. That's the yeah, that's the definite. We're not going <laughs> to. I'm definitely not like no one's talking about that. It's like when people come onto the news reddits and they're like, oh, my God, no one's talking about this, like really polarizing issue. And they're like fucking sharing a link from CNN. And you're like, yeah, clearly I- they're like the news isn't talking about it. I'm like. You are sharing a news link, my friends, from a very popular news source. Like, I think they're talking about it. I am also not, like, a gatekeep girl. Like, I've had so many. Like, I'm wearing this dress. It's You've probably seen it. It's that really Your most popular one. dress. We're both yeah. wearing, like, our most yeah. worn outfits. It's and not even. Um, that's, like, your Sunday dress, and you're what? wearing it on a Thursday. Is it Thursday? I don't even know. My husband Thursday? did my vitamins, and he filled them all up, and I was like, Surely it's not Sunday. The children are at school. Um, so I don't know what day it is. Um, but yeah, like, people like, like I use that to tell the days of the week. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> I love that dress. And I'm like, bitch, I got this on sale. It was $92. I got it for 25 I was like, I would totally sit, like I'd airdrop you the link, but it's sold out. They're like, oh, that's so kind of you. I was like, yeah, like that's women support women and men who are yeah. like my dress too. Um, so that is, you know, a side note about how I'm a really cool girl. I'm the coolest. Yes. I'm Everyone loves you and compliments you and wants to be you. Okay, that's a bit of a fucking stretch, but, you know, anyway. All right, what's the next book on this uh, okay, hyped well, list? Okay, so I'll do one that actually came in and it was on my list of overhyped books, and that is the Plated Prisoner series by Raven Kennedy. See, this screams, and I know it is not an alien romance. No. Why it's, does it sound like an alien romance? Like it sounds like he that like she gets stuck in an alien prison and she finds mm-hmm. some guy covered in like 
like I actually read one where he was like covered in plates, like not like dinner plates, but you know, like yep. he was like an insect and he had like hard exoskeleton. Like that's Ooh. what I'm picturing. And I'm picturing him purple. No, yeah. so it's like he is. Does he get a vibrating like, dick? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Call me. It was an MM. Me, daddy. Okay. Well, maybe. Sorry, he's... I keep interrupting about your no. not alien ro- romance. Um, it's a Midas retelling by mm. Raven Kennedy. Um, yeah. Okay, literally. I have. I've heard about it a lot. I literally yeah. never looked into it. So, no. so the girl is gold. Um, he has like made her gold. I guess I don't know. And there's like you know, it's kind of like the Cruel Prince era, the Fae folk. I've like grown ups. I want to say a little bit of a love triangle sort of thing. But I read three books, pre-ordered the fourth, and then skipped ahead to the last bit of the fourth book because I was like, mm. what the fuck's going on here? Um, that book is massive. It weighs like a kilogram almost, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not reading this until. The Wait, last book is that out. the one that's white? Yes, and like gold that you've yes. shown me, and it's in like everybody's TikToks. Yeah. Uh, so the first three books, and then I read them like really quickly because they're sort of in a fantasy setting. Um, and then I realized like nothing had actually happened in the books. Like I cannot tell <laughs> like, you hmm. um, a moment of like stress. It was a lot of, like, and they were really fast reads. You know how like fantasy is usually a slower sort of crescendo. Oh, that was a good yeah. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, no, no, it was just, yeah. So I agree with that one, Plated Prisoner. That was on my list. Um, and then my last one before we get into everyone else's is the Magnolia Parks series. I have not read this or heard of it. It's basically like a gossip girl okay. thing. Yeah, no, it's sort of, it's this girl, her name is Magnolia Parks, would you believe? Oh, uh, and I think boy. that she has a best friend slash ex-boyfriend named BJ who might have cheated on her. It's literally, I read, was in the bookstore. I was contemplating buying it and I read the first three pages and it was like, they just listed all of her clothes. I'm like, what in the fucking Blair Waldorf ripoff is this? Mm. Um, but a lot of people that I see like it, they're like, it's really dramatic. I was like, nah, not for me. So it is for like, I mean, Gossip Girl was like an, a super hype show. So it's definitely like a fans mm-hmm. of Gossip Girl. Like you like Gossip yep. Girl, you will like this book series. Yes, and I definitely okay. think that it fits into your explanation of a step above YA. I don't mm-hmm. think that it's, you know, it's more sort of emotional, toxic-ass relationship, like you're mm-hmm. just going to have to deal, I don't know, maybe I'm too old for that. But having said that, I do still fuck with college romance. So Yeah, I feel like there's kind of a difference, but I don't know. Like there's a difference between it's college romance and it's, I guess they overlap a lot, but you know, like, yeah, like this, cause like when I read Neve Wilder who writes college romance, Mm -hmm. it feels, it feels like mature college romance. It feels like these people are, you know, they're, they're old enough to be making their decisions. Sometimes you read it and you're like, this is just high school in the college setting. Yes. And I don't necessarily, but then I went to college and I can also see that there's definitely a difference in the vibe between like freshman, sophomore and junior, senior. And I feel like that's the difference between like you either are getting a freshman, sophomore college romance or you're getting a junior, senior. And even if they say junior, senior, it still has freshman fucking vibes. Okay. Well, that's like, okay. So for everyone who is an American, it took me the longest time to decipher what a freshman, sophomore, junior and senior are. So, okay. Let me see if this is right. So freshman would be like ninth grade, eighth grade sophomore ninth no so wait so now you're in you're in high school we have the same names so freshman in high school is ninth grade Mm -hmm. then 10th grade then 11th and then 12th 12th is senior but in college you're also called freshman sophomore junior senior so freshman in college for yourselves in college i guess would be university for you yeah but you just say i'm in my third year yeah no you don't that's confusing we can't count so it's Freshman is 18, 19. Sophomore is 1920. Junior is 2021. Senior is 2122. Well, why would we even bother with that? Because in these college romances, they don't even go to fucking class. No, okay, they like, never how do. How do they get their degrees? Unless like, they, people- they are fucking their professor, in which case they do go to class because you get the angst of them sitting in the back. But you don't learn anything. You learn nothing. It's you all just do- I fucking the professor from the yeah. back of the room. I spent the entire lesson just looking at him. I don't even think yeah. I took a single note. I didn't think I heard no. anything. Yeah. No, no. I know, Actually, I know all the professor ones I read are MM. 
So it was weird hearing you talk like as a woman. Because I was like, every professor fucking book I've ever read, it's like some fucking college boy. Well, okay, I'm sorry, but I can That's give wonderful. you something that people voted for in the Ooh. college. Yes, do it. L. Kennedy books. Mm. L. Kennedy books are overhyped for people. Yeah, that's another one that's like, I I get it because it, I did read The Chase once it was, it was free on Amazon once. And this is like before I really got into Bookstagram um, and I read it, didn't hate it, but I didn't super love it, but it is recommended like all the time on Reddit. And I wonder if it's kind of like a nostalgia, like most of the people who read it, read it near the beginning, I feel like of their romance reading career. Yeah. And it's just one of those things that you look back and you're like, it just, you remember reading it for the first time. But then if you actually, I feel like if I went back and actually reread it, I would be like, eh, yes. I don't know. Well, I do own one L. Kennedy book. So she had the mm. off-campus series and then the Briar U series. Mm. So in the first book, I think that it was Hannah and Garrett. Fuck them. Who cares? The second book. That's the one. Yeah. That's the only one I read. I think. Is Logan and Grace. And that has really good grovel so they okay he's sort of he thinks that he's in love with hannah but he's not in love with hannah he just wants a girlfriend which i'm like uh, i don't believe I that. like well no, I, don't, I didn't i w- wasn't completely buying it, it was fine oh. um and then yeah the third book didn't fuck with it fourth book whatever briar mm. you spin-off series and eh, was probably aimed at people who cared about the off-campus series me and myself i only cared about yeah i guess i heard of the briar you series but i didn't realize I don't know. I don't like that name. Briar U. It just, it feels almost too trying, trying hard to be It's trying. It's doing something. It's trying. Yeah. Like I hear Briar U and I'm just like, that's not a real place. It reminds me of the college in The Sims University. Mm. I've never played that uh, expansion pack. Oh, you need to. That's. Uh, I once had like the one where you could like get a heart bed and they would fuck. But I hear oh, now yeah. there's one where they have, like, very, very detailed sex. <laughs> like, very detailed. Like, people watch it as, like, porn. Maybe so. that's, like, a mod. Like the no, yeah, I think it is. Movies. Yeah, it's not, like, a, it's not an official expansion pack. Like, you sick <laughs> buy Sims. It's, like, you, you hack your system, add in the mod or whatever, and you can make them fuck really detailed. How so. did we fall so far from L. Kennedy to the Sims? It's not that far to fall, honestly. It Look was, like, a side jaunt. Are we toxic for each other? Like, you Maybe. know what I mean? These, these things. In the best way. Yeah. Well, okay. But yeah, this but... is going to be like a five hour long episode if we don't move along. Well, good. <laughs> I mean, I love spending time with you. It's been a hot minute. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys the <laughs> most voted for. I can't even stop laughing because everyone, like, I know that, you know, it's a real sign that you guys just didn't give a fuck about this series. It had seven mentions in all different iterations, but it is the Spanish love deception. I was getting like the Spanish love Diablo, like it was like the conspiracy, the experiment. It was the best. I loved it. I was like the disrespect that you guys just had this book. You were like, nah, I don't, I don't even. You're care like, I don't remember the. Wrote. I don't even remember the title of I this give book. A fuck. Yeah, um, I, I never read it. Book? You own it. I own it. I own the second one too. What is it called? The American Roommate Experiment. I think um, I own. Oh, I'm not talking to the mic. I always turn around to look at my bookshelf, and I'm like, ha! Now you can't hear me. I'm just, always I like tonguing my real little. I think I have the roommate experiment that was sent to me um, in like a box. Yeah. I've just heard that it's um, actually one of the, an author that I love. She was like, I love this book. I wish that I could be published like this one day. I was like, oh, like she posted that on her stories. Um, and then, yeah, I think I got it for like $9 or something. I was like, I'll give this a go. I just never fucking read it. Like apparently they don't fuck until the last bit and uh. they're really immature. A lot of people compared it to. Another book on this list, and this is one that Kate and I love, and it is The Hating Game. Mm. I did love The Hating Game. I waited so long. This is one of those books that I didn't read because of how hyped it was. And then finally I said, fuck it. I don't know if it was like free or it was one of those like I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to get it. I I think I maybe it was one of those like pity buys at a bookstore where like they didn't have a lot. But I was like, I've never read this. I'll just buy it and support this bookstore. And I binged it in like three hours. Mm-hmm. I think I was like fucking sweating while I read it. It was just like, it was one of those things where it is definitely not for everybody. Like yeah. it's not even for, it's it's either you love it or you hate it. I feel like there's nobody who was like, it was okay. It's like, no, you either love it and obsess over it 
or it was like the worst book you ever fucking read and you hated both characters so i i read the hating game last year on valentine's day Mm. and i loved it i gave it five stars and i watched the movie i was like oh my god this is the best i'm obsessed even Uh, the movie i was like not bad yeah i mean it was fine they did what they could with like what they had to work with and i respect that and however I will say mm. the person who had submitted this, well, there's two people. Uh, they said they're like a toxic workplace. Neither of them deserve the promotion, all of that. I think mm. that Lucy and Josh are perfect for each other because of how pathetic they are. And in yeah. this, well, she had no friends. She had no yeah. friends. Was just a she never once girl. mentions a friend. Never, never. This book does not pass the Bechdel test. Like she just, all of her issues were Josh. It was this. And then he was such a passenger in his own life that his fucking brother married his ex-girlfriend and he went to the fucking wedding with Lucy. Like yeah. that is some real fucking. And I think they like, I think it was one of those things. I think they fell in love like while she was still dating Josh. Like it, yeah. I don't think they cheated. I no. don't quite remember, but I no, think no. it was like, they realized they were, she was like, I don't like Josh. I like his brother. I'm going to break up with Josh and date his brother. And that's like, mm, okay. Yeah. Okay, in the movie, she was so fucking hot. Yeah, she was absolutely was gorgeous, like, and she up. wanted to smoke weed, and I was like, oh my god, I love that. brother was her. hot, too. Yeah, they're all doctors and shit, and it's like, they just looked down on Josh because he was, you know, working in an office, like, busting his ass. Um, but that was fine. Yeah, I don't know, I just, I felt that that book, like, I just think that they would be one of those couples, like, maybe they'll be happy, maybe they won't, but I do think that Josh sort of becomes, like, an aggressive little league coach. Like they, mm. in my mind, Josh and Lucy, yeah. they get married, they have one son and he is just their world. Like Lucy's personality is being his mother. She reads to him every night. His name is something like Rhodes or Huxley. You know what I mean? And then mm. like Josh, he finally like kind of perks up, but he's just yelling at every little league match. He's yeah. screaming for the ref during basketball season uh, yeah, that's like that's kind of the trajectory I that. that I see of their lives. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's my hot take that. on the hating game. Yeah, I agree. I think they are good for like that. They come up a lot when it's pit, like the question is pitched, like what two characters would absolutely not have a happily ever after, like yeah. once the book ends. And I don't believe I believe they would. I believe they are just crazy enough in the mm. right way for each other. Yeah, I believe I they like, would be together. And the I scene like when she gets sick. Yeah. But that introduced like, like the hurt comfort to me. And I was yeah. like, I want to have the flu and I want to sit in a man's lap. <laughs> but I don't want to have the ugly flu. Little Lucy, little shortcake. Yeah. And I'm going to call you shortcake because I'm in love with you. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's why people, <laughs> it's every trope that is very polarizing for people. Yeah. So like there are people who love sappy nicknames in their books and they're like, yes, like fucking call me red if i have red hair they're like i love it mm-hmm. and then there are people who are like i will burn a book yeah that gives like her a, a nickname related to her height or to her hair color or to her career you know like no if it's not like a shortened version of her name i'm out well like, let's talk yeah. about a book series that has nicknames in everything okay and one is red this one came in Uh-oh. with six votes it is the twisted series by anna hung so oh yeah I own all four books. I read 25% of the first book and I have not picked it up again. I've read all of them. It wasn't like that. It was just, I, again, it's one of those things where I go in because of the hype. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, this book must be amazing. It must be like so dark, so twisted, like just like totally fucked up. And then I get in and I'm like, this is, and I mean, Again, I'm not meaning to shame anybody who does think that this kind of book yep. is dark, is twisted, is, like, filthy or anything. But I went into it expecting, like, the darkest of romances based on the things I had seen and, like, yes. you know, the fucking clips and reels that had been created. And then I was like, wait, these are, like, children. Yeah. College I was, like, children. They're, I was like, they're young. Like, I'm sorry. I, I read a book. Okay, I found out that... Wait, what book was I reading? I was reading a book last night, uh, and it turns out that one of the characters is 31, and I'm 31, and he's supposed to be, like, some, like, harsh brute. Oh, it was a... Okay, drink. It was a Jessica Kane. And he's Woo! 31. Shots he's, like, a brood- he's a brooding, like, fucked up, 
like asshole, blah, you know, like just like, and then she said he's 31. And I'm like, I'm 31. I don't know a single guy like that. Like, I'm like, what? Like, no, all the dudes I know are like playing like video games on their computers or like total fuck boys or like my husband who's playing video games on his computer and it's like a total sweetheart. I'm like, I don't believe uh, I don't believe that a college boy could believably spank me. I just don't. Even if I'm in college, I just, I would laugh. I would laugh. Yeah. If he's not 20 years older than me, keep your hands off my rear. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Am I (laughs) like... So that was the Twisted series. Um, Look, the second book was hot because it was a bodyguard princess. Okay. So I I should read the next one, even if I didn't vibe with the first one so much. I didn't hate it. The the writing quality was good. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this is the thing, right? I also think that the Twisted series, a lot of the hype comes from those beautiful fucking covers. They are like... That's true. They are beautiful. So aesthetic. They're for the girlies who like have a fucking aesthetic you know what I mean um yeah Peyton and I are swamp witches so yeah you don't fuck with that but I mean like if you are someone who likes the Kardashian marble minimalist like they look cute on your shelves I guess that's honestly and they saying. that that's the thing they photograph well they yes. they go into reels beautifully and that's part of I think that is definitely part of what how some books get hyped is just an a, a beautiful cover design no, I absolutely it gets you. agree with that. You're like, I'm, I do judge a book by a cover. I mean, I would never not read a book because, because of its cover, but I would definitely read a book because of its yes, cover. Yes, 100%. Uh, another cover that I think has popped up, which is really, really gorgeous, is Things We Never Got Over by Lucy mm. Score. This one was voted. I just bought that the other day because um, it was out, and I got the second one for $12, and it's really fucking pretty. It's got mm-hmm. gold foiling on it. It's gorgeous. Um, but, yeah, it's huge. It's a big yeah. boy. I'm worried it's one of those books where it's good, but you wish it was 200 pages less. Yes. I haven't I'm read it yet. I own them. Yeah. My Half the books I own, the entire uh, Anna Huang story, or uh, I think I just mixed it up with uh, Helen Huang. But what's the series? It's, it's it not twisted. twisted. That's It is Twisted. Okay, I'm confused because I'm looking at an Emily McIntyre book called Twisted. And I was like, oh, are they know. both called twisted their first books or is it just a twisted series what is it like twisted love twisted games that's fucking confusing okay that's really fucking confusing for me um what were we talking about (laughs) (laughs) oh lucy score and it being really big and and it just needs to be 200 pages less yeah but why did i bring up the twisted series well, maybe because they just get progress. They do get progressively bigger. Oh books. yeah, that is true. And yeah. the f- the fourth book in the oh. Twisted series, I do feel like that it had a massive introduction of the newest character in her King of Wrath book. Like it was, it was sort okay. of did that thing that, you know Cassandra Clare always does. If you guys have read any of her fucking books, it's like the last book in her series always is just like half of it is the next generation. You're like, oh, it's fuck introducing the. It's yeah. like a cliffhanger. Where the current book ends happy, but it's cliffhangering this new yeah. character's side story. Okay. Yeah, or you just spend all this time like, oh, get invested in these people. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about these people. Like, I'll read about yeah. them later, you know? So, yeah. 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 What I, where I was going with my rant was that the only reason I own the entire Twisted series, the only reason I own Emily McIntyre, the only reason I own some Al Kennedy books, and the only reason I own any Lucy Score books is because publishers keep sending them to my mother. Mm. And she does not read romance. And so she just gives them to me and she's like, she's like, I don't know why I'm on this list and not you, but we're like, well, let's not get you off. Like, there's no reason to go through all the hubbub of trying to switch it to me. Maybe they wouldn't like, let's just leave you on it. And you just keep giving me the books. She's the real motherfucking G. She is like the legend, the myth, everything, just the best. I'm obsessed. They also sent her the Sarah J Moss Crescent City, one of the Crescent City books. I have a hardcover of it. Good I've thing never you brought her up because we've oh. got a couple of votes for Akatar as okay, well. Okay, those are inaccurate. No, actually, I don't know. It no, is incredibly. It's it's it's, it's beginner. Everywhere. It's the gateway to fantasy romance. I can't fault it. Romanticy, like yeah, romanticy. It's like so appealing of a book. Mm. It just. Although I will say, like, it's really the second. Like, there are a lot of people who are like I hate the first book should I continue with the series and people are trying so they're like no spoilers and it's like well 
can't really like tell you to read the second book without spoiler you know it's like they're all just like you need to read the second book there's that because I do remember I was kind of like on the first book but I had the whole series because a friend gave it to me so I was like okay I'm gonna read the second and then I was fucking obsessed with the second book the third book was not out yet so then I never picked the series back up yeah, we're gonna like we're gonna do a deep dive on that series as well. Um, yeah. Look, if I you wanna, the, that's a five hour episode waiting that's to happen. A fucking, that is honestly, I need to be fucking compensated for that. That's a live show. That's a YouTube video. That's a everything. It's yeah. an OnlyFans exclusive for me. I bought a box set. Yeah, I've got the box set. Oh, never mind. Cheap. It's not in a box. It's just I bought three books at once, and they look like aesthetically pleasing together. Mine is in a box. Mine's yeah. in the box. What's in the I didn't box? want to buy Silver, Silver Flames because I didn't know if it was the same two characters and I didn't want to commit to buying another book if it's not. It's not. But they're okay, in it. I didn't want to read it. Well, yeah, like this is the problem. Um, so, and all of, I think that all of our series are fucking interconnected. I just can't. I can't with it. I mean, like it's fine. But I think as well, um, Akatar has some really dedicated fans and I'm not saying that they're not mm-hmm. welcoming or anything like that. I just think that uh, the... It's the same as the next person on our list, actually. It's like, if you're sort of not in the club, you feel like, how do I get into the club? And that is Colleen yeah. Hoover. Like, I feel like yeah. Colleen Hoover has a really dedicated set of fans. Um, and she did pop up. We got six votes for all Colleen Hoover books. Um, I also yeah. kind of put that in the same, like, Emily Henry. Like, I don't think that that's really fucking romance. That's more like no. torture porn. Uh, everyone's got a problem in these books, and that's fine. Um, but it, yeah. the romance is never, like, the direct yeah story for me personally I think. yeah it's kind of like at least yeah the one again I tell the story a lot but when I read my first Colleen Hoover it was after we had an event for her at our bookstore and almost everyone in line was a middle-aged woman mm. and I was like what are these books that like 600 women pre-bought tickets for to come meet Colleen Hoover I'm like we actually had like security and by security I mean it was like our tallest like biggest worker wearing a black shirt and he mm-hmm. did have to almost kick a couple of people, couple people out who tried to come in without tickets. Um, but we, I remember being like, I got to read it. And so I bought Without Merit and like got it signed by her. And then I read it and I was like, this is literally a YA book. They are yeah. in high school. There is no, I don't think there was sex. I remember being like, I have been tricked. Yeah. You've been bamboozled. Well, like seeing now, because I mean, again, plug for the YouTube that I never fucking do anything on, so don't even bother looking for it, but it is in my link tree if you want to check it out. Love me, hilarious. Um, (laughs) uh, I have been on YouTube for eight years and seeing those books back again now, like re-release, new covers, matching covers, it blows my fucking mind. And same thing with uh, Archer's Voice by Mia Sheridan. I read that years ago. So I think that it's sort of like now it looks like it's in a trilogy if you go on Goodreads. But years and years ago, she actually did this thing called Signs of Love. And, you know, me, the astrology fucking resident witch, his was the Sagittarius one because mm. his name's Archer. That's like the Sagittarius. Anyway, so um, and then there was like Kylan. I remember reading Kylan. Kylan was the Taurus one. Sting Out was the Scorpio one. But none of these are popping back up. Archer's voice is really good. It has a lot of inclusion. It's a deaf hero. Uh, and a heroine who is kind of running from her past and she's, uh, you know, like she knows ASL. So it is, it's, it's good. But I mean, like seeing that book again blows my fucking mind. I'm like never in a million years did I think that that book would pop back up. And so yeah. the same thing with Colleen Hoover, like she was, you know, she was like, she was sort of a middle-aged woman. Like I hate to kind of categorize it as that, but the people who read it, they were like, even back then they were like, oh, it's kind of okay. Like it's really emotional and I don't really get it. The slam trilogy was massive from her. Everyone really liked mm. that. But that was like teacher student, and it was a fucking three books, like contemporary of the same couple. Mm, and it's and like, that's just, like kind of rare. Yeah, but it's like, and I think as well with contemporaries, especially when you're following characters, you're like you're just putting them through situations for the sake of God knows what. Like that's yeah. sort of my. It has to be. I feel like if you're going to do a three book series following the same characters, there needs it almost needs to be romantic suspense. Yep. Like it, it need otherwise you're just fucking crossfire series in it yeah and you're just putting ex-girlfriends in to mm-hmm. fight the heroine over and over and over and like ah someone has to kid it's not romantic suspense though it's like it's just somebody kidnaps her because you need the story to go on because you're trying yeah. to sell books and you're trying to get more money out of- squeeze more money out of this fucking series yeah i'm really bitter exactly. about the fucking crossfire series whenever people recommend it i'm like i gotta step in here and say no 
absolutely fine. garbage i own no. it too no 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 yeah. that's how i need to get rid of that i need to do a purge of my books and really because yes. back in the day i used to just hoard them i didn't if even if i hated the book on my shelf it went i was like i need to just surround myself with as many books as possible to feel calmer and more in control of my life and now it's like i have too many books and i'm starting to feel very out of control <laughs> So I want to go through and I want to like really look at each book and be like, did this book bring me joy? Marie Kondo the shit out of my books. Absolutely. Did it bring me joy? No? Okay. Then it's it's got to go. I have too many books for my shelves now. So. Yeah. yeah the situation just got to go. And those, the Crossfire series has got to go. It makes me yeah, angry to look at it. I think I read the first book and I was like, no. Nah. It was too. I'll keep 50 Shades. It's, it's the same thing as 50 Shades yeah, Grey, basically. Was, but I don't close. believe there's like any bdsm but they're both traumatized men who clearly suffered from shit mm. and like young women who now have to put up with it yeah like i'm not your emotional surrogate like see a therapist um yeah. no i completely yeah. agree like there's some books that i just feel overhyped and one of the other ones that was suggested a couple of times was the Ravenhood trilogy by kate stewart um now i did read these books prior to everything that had happened i read the first two and then she announced she was doing a third book from one of the characters' POVs. And my immediate thought was, why? Like, I felt like the second book had really just wrapped everything up and this was just prolonging the process. Mm. You're like, oh, he was so mysterious. And, like, that was part of his charm. Like, yeah. I think we should That's like when they, they planned a series and then it did really, really well and they need to figure out a way to milk more money out of it. So they're like, that was Sarah J Mass. Okay. I was there. I was in the fucking trenches when she did her fucking throne of glass. And like, Oh, now she's doing this like Akatar series. It's going to be three books. It's going to be a trilogy. It was actually, it started off. It was going to be a fucking standalone. And then look at where we are now. Look at where the, look at how we've fucking fallen. Okay. Yeah. I'm not fucking watching, but I'll read those goddamn books. Cause I know that everybody wants me to. You're welcome. You have to make sacrifices and maybe you enjoy it a little bit. Cause no. it's one of those sometimes, sometimes I read a book and I hate myself for it, but mm. like I'm enjoying the book, but I'm like, I wish I wasn't enjoying this book because like, yeah. I just feel yeah. bad. I hate, mm. like, I hate me. For mm, Jessica, I hate me too, but I love just, you. Just, just, it's just Jessica. Take a shot. Shut, 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 Every time I read a Jessica I'm like, fuck you. Like to Every myself, time to you Kane, say Jessica like, Kane, one of my brain cells pops. <laughs> you don't have that many left. I should really stop. <laughs> you know that. Jessica, 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 say it three times in the mirror at midnight and see what fucking happens. A man I don't even know what Jessica looks like. I think she's... Blood. Has she ever done like a public appearance? I'm genuinely... I Jessica want to Kane better not show mind. her face on these streets. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm going to try and get Jessica Kane on this podcast so I can ask her what the fuck she is thinking at any I'm gonna go one step I want to be in her mind. I'm going to get Jessica Kane's fucking therapist. Okay. That's, mm. that's my interview. You there get you go. her. I get the person who's like, I'm just like, what's going on here? Tell me everything. I feel like she just lives a wonderful, wonderful, magical life. Just pumping out her. like whatever turns her on at mm. any given moment. And she's yeah. just like, you know, I just had a fleeting thought. I'm going to turn into something incredibly fucked up. The plot twist is, is that Jessica Kane is just an AI Twitter bot. I, that imagine? would not surprise me. I, well, this is, this is like me no. as well. Like I truly believe like people are like Nora Roberts. I'm like, I don't think she's writing that. I think it's just every book she's got. Like, it's just, it's a program writing mm. for her now. She like doesn't even write, ro- I like don't read her anymore because she moved into more fiction with, I think, romantic elements. Mm-hmm. But it's not like she used to write at all. Yeah. And she got she actually posted a statement where she was like, I, this is the new direction I'm taking things. I don't plan to go back to writing how I used to write. And I'm like, I respect that, but I don't plan to keep reading. <laughs> I respect that. And that's your problem. See you later. Like, yeah, it's just like you are you have evolved into a, a different author. And that is great. And I'm sure you will find success. And you are a wonderful human being. She has saved like a bunch of libraries they're just pouring money into them and stuff um which is wonderful but i'm like it's just not my thing anymore yeah but i think that's fine sometimes we evolve and we don't read the same things we like the shit i used to read like i used to just download free kindle books when i first got it i was like i'm not spending money on ebooks mm-hmm. 
when I have like a bunch of other physical books. But yeah. then I like looking back at my Kindle from like the early days, I'm like, dark fucking fuck? times. These are the dark I was just times. Like, Ugh. I'm like, this is not great. But I was I enjoy and I enjoyed it. It's just like yeah. fun to see how you like change and evolve. And then sometimes you look back and you see a book you read ten years ago and you're like, this holds up. Mm. This is but amazing. You know what? I think that we accept the love we think we deserve. You know that Socrates no. has been really quiet since I was born? <laughs> the great philosopher, Michaela. William Shakespeare is quaking in his boots. Yeah, just spit more uh, wisdom at us, a wise one. Okay. Uh, do I actually like reading or do I hate reality? Mm, I feel like I saw that quote back like 15 years ago when the internet was like getting really popular okay well I'm old enough to have written that so <laughs> it might have been you me and my walking frame enjoying <laughs> that was somebody's fucking like AIM screen name I swear to god that was their away message okay well maybe it was me AIM. maybe I was the guy pushing you you're welcome enjoy yeah, I believe it are there any other books on this overhyped slash regularly hyped list that we Good. did not cover tonight We've got Neon Gods by Katie Robert. Oh. I had a couple of, I think that I started a, reading that. That's an interesting one. It was pitched to me as like incredibly kinky mm-hmm. and it was like very, I, it wasn't bad. I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed her twist on, people are kind of like up in arms though. They're like, she is just butchering mythology. Yeah. But I'm like, I didn't come here to, I came here to just read characters with mythological names. Yeah. Basically. But is this the it Calliope was argument again. <laughs> I still think it's Calliope. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Neon Gods was good. But I thought it was going to be off the because I'd read a couple things by Katie Robert before that were pretty intense. Like it was like her Sex Club series, like her Wicked Villains series or something, where they're like all running a sex club. And I read the Hercules one. It was like a threesome where um, Meg, Meg, and Hades were like fucking and had the super kink where like he liked to boss her around she was pretending to hate it or something and then they brought hercules as a third into it and he was like madly in love with meg and trying to rescue her but it turned out she liked to be whatever it was pretty kinky and i was like i do not like this dynamic though it was just like not my personal preference i don't really like hum- humiliation or like making people person like feel uncomfortable in books but i was expecting that and all i got from neon gods was like i think they fuck in front of a group of people Okay, like, and I was like, okay. Me, me who has been reading the Percy Jackson series, I'm like, these are not the characters that Rick Ryan gave me. Yeah, that's what I, a lot of people are like. It's not a read because, you know, they're like, if you're going into it expecting like a Hades and Persephone retelling, mm. they're, they're like, you will be so pissed. But yeah. if you go into it as just like, you like it's Katie Robert write, her writing, yeah. then you're, you'll, you know, you'll like it. Just don't go in expecting accurate mythological relationships and stuff she's just doing her own thing and that's wonderful um but yeah neon gods was a little bit of a letdown for me only because again the damage of overhyping mm-hmm. is that every you have all these differing opinions so you'll have people who think that this is the kinkiest thing in the world yes and then you have people like me and you who are like we watched a girl fuck a pumpkin stem the other day exactly i read a we book about watch it <laughs> but we read it <laughs> Well, you know, I was... No, I'm not going to tell you what I was watching. Um, I did read a dinosaur fucking book. Mm. And the most disturbing part about the end of that book is that the author worked in, like, paleontology or something. And I was like... Oh, no. That makes it worse somehow. I know it's supposed to, like, add some credibility to it. But I'm like... You're fucking your work. So now I just think of her, like, them. I don't know if it was a he or her or a them. So I'm just going to say them. But I don't know if... Now I'm just picturing that they're working and they're like mm. defossilizing bones and they're just imagining fucking their work, like literally yeah. fucking the bone that they're uncovering. Mm. And I'm like, meh. Yeah. I can't believe we're not on an FBI watch list, seriously, with the things we talk about on this. Who says we're not. Yeah. Well, you know, fingers crossed and God willing. Um, yeah. And then I've just got two more. We've just got Hook, Line and okay. Sinker by Tessa Bailey. Mm. That's interesting because so it happened one summer, nobody said, but they no. said Hook, Line and they did. That's interesting because I feel like It Happened One Summer was much 
greater hype than hook, line, and sinker. But the issue was, I think hook, line, and sinker ended up being very polarizing. Mm. I, somebody said the word polarizing to me today, and so now it's just, like, in my fucking head. Yeah. And I, I'm one of those people who I hear a word, and I use it 15 times, like, yeah. just throughout the rest of the day. Yeah. So sorry if you had to hear the word polarizing, like, multiple times in this episode. But hook, line, and sinker was definitely one of those books that, like, people went in expecting it happened one summer. Yes. And they got something a lot deeper. Yes. And I feel like a lot of people kind of missed the point. Well, remember when I went too far into the point? I was mm. like, yeah, oh my you do God, that a lot, though. This, well, I am a triple fucking water sign. I cannot help the way that I feel, okay? Uh, mm. And it's a lot. I'm feeling a lot. I'm getting ready for Aries season and I'm ready to punch someone in the face. So are my kids. They're fucking. Anyway, <laughs> let's not talk about them. Let's not ruin a good time. Yeah, when I read Hook, Line, and Singer, I was like, this is such a sad exploration of toxic masculinity and they are both such damaged people and Kate's like it's actually not that deep like it is about toxic masculinity but you don't need to like I was like I think they're it's happy though I was like I, I think was like, this is a, it was really fucking book. sad though at parts I will say yeah it was definitely different from any book I've read by Tessa Bailey before it's yes. like that felt like a story that she needed to tell rather than yes. one that she like wanted to tell yes and I so yeah I can see why I the problem is I don't know that it was overhyped so much as talked about because so many people hated it yeah you know I think, well I think maybe like the hype comes from it happened one summer and like how yeah. everyone was like oh my god it's like a little bit of Lexus you know like it's just yeah. Lexus Rose and then it's sort of like it would I think it would have been better if they made the second book more of like a David character yeah like if they you, did a Lexus book one and then she did David book two but she really like took a quirky whatever the not debutante but like you know yeah Richie Rich Paris Hilton Alexis type and then she went straight for like it's punch in the feels for book two yeah you know who kind of like, reminded mm. me a lot of Peyton from One Tree Hill like that sad little music girl it's really, yeah when I mean, that does yeah. describe her so yeah yeah like I just um, feel what like is, uh, Fox Fox was the I love boyfriend. the name Fox it's a good one um long live X-Files and the last book we've got here is the fine print series by Lauren Asher mm. is it the dreamland billionaires I own all of those books me Again, too. they were sent to my mother, um, no and I stole them. The covers, mm -hmm. beautiful. I oh, love the covers. Now. They're different. They're not just a yeah. a background with swirls of color that, mm -hmm. like, you know, the same as, like, the Twisted series and the Emily McIntyre series, um, where it's just, like, it's, it's aesthetically pleasing, but it means nothing to me. Yeah. It's just, like, it will look good on my shelf. These are, like, I, they're different. And so yes. they caught my attention right away, I will say. Um, yeah. But you liked them, correct? I haven't read them. I own them, oh, suck. but I haven't read them. Okay. But no, I've heard, I've heard nothing but good things. But you know what? Anytime they seem long. People, yeah. Anytime rich people are being fucked with with their money, I'm into it. I fucking okay. love it. Like there's all these conditions. They've got to do things before they get their I money. I don't know. I literally don't know anything. Are they contemporary? Yeah, are they historical? What Are they dark? What am I reading here? So I'm pretty sure they're just like contemporary. Um... It's three brothers. Their grandfather basically created something like Disney. So they oh, have okay. little tasks, little tasks that they need yeah. to do before they can get their slice of, you know, the 50 billion fucking dollar inheritance. Oh, there oh. is actually one more book that I've forgotten. Oh. I'm sorry, guys. And this is really showing a lot because I didn't think much of this book. And that is Unhoneymooners by Christina Lauren. Mm. I had heard um, yeah. it, that it was one of the, yeah, it was kind of a, it, an interesting letdown. Look, I'm going to put it out there. Christina Lauren, I think, is the, sort of the Emily Henry effect. I think that it's – and Nora Roberts, like, kind of gone away from romance. Mm -hmm. It's more Yeah, I heard that romance. their earlier books were a lot dirtier. Slutty up. Slutty up. And that they are – so, like, when Great people – people read one from mm -hmm. their early days, and then they read something like the Unhoneymooners. I think I read whatever their one where they're – maybe that's the Unhoneymooners, but where they're both working for, um, like, a Joanna and whatever Gaines, like – couple and he's the guy is his assistant and she's like the woman's assistant and they fall in love i think that's a christina lauren book i don't think i made it up um and i got it was kind of the same thing where i was like ah like i'd heard that they were very spicy and this was a very tame tame book yeah and so i was like oh and so i think that's where a lot of like the issues come for people 
with this, yeah, bummed with me this out. author. Because this was the first um, Christina Lauren, and I read another one, wasn't impressed, and I haven't read anything since, which is, you know, mm. two strikes and you're out for me. Like, personally, I know that some people definitely enjoy them, but there are a couple of people who did not um, of our followers. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I can see that because I, I, I hear about it all the time when I'm, like, scrolling through the romance subreddit. Like, people either really, really love it because mm. that's what it is. Or they're very, very disappointed because they came in hearing that they were spicy. And so I, that's that's the problem with overhyped. Again, it's like you have – by the time it gets so overhyped, you have a lot of people with differing opinions. Yeah. And so I don't cool. know whose opinion to believe. Like if somebody – if I if like you were reviewing a book to me and you were believe like – Believe me. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, it's kinky. I'd be like, I believe you. I trust mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I will read it and I'm pretty sure I will. It's all about finding those people whose preferences align with yours and whose, like, like, just their vibe of what are their beliefs, I guess. Like, if I I believe something is kinky, my followers can believe that it's going to be kinky and, like, fucked up. If I think it's sweet, they can pretty much, they, at this point, they have an idea of what that means if I say it. Yeah, and it's also, it's really important, like, for me personally to read diversely because I want to be able to, like, I don't want to just, you know, be here for the girls who want, like, you know, why choose romances and stuff like that. You know, like, we do, we do closed door romances, you know, those sort of fade to black, all that kind of stuff. Um, So for me personally, like, a lot of these books, I get why people are saying that. It might be your favourite book if you're listening to this. You know, we don't want to start a bookstagram civil war, (laughs) essentially, Mm -hmm. like, yeah. yeah, I mean, some of these we really did like. I will say that I either liked the books that were mentioned or I hadn't read them. So maybe yeah. I am a very falling for the hype kind of girl. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with loving books that someone else thinks is overhyped. Yeah, it's overhyped it, for a reason. And it's because yeah. you are in good company. A lot of yeah. people fucking loved it, too. You can walk into a bookstore, find it no trouble, or like you have to yeah. fucking, you know, scour a secondhand fucking who knows what or it's a KU book. Like, yeah. There is just space for everyone to read whatever they want. But yeah. these overhyped books are ones that you probably heard of all of them. Like, I definitely know that I had when they all came It isn't in. that a lot of these overhyped books are traditionally published now. Yeah. Like, yes. you know, the Twisted series wasn't. It got picked up. Yeah. The Emily of Africa series got picked up because it blew up. So I think a lot mm-hmm. of it being overhyped is part just, like, the author being really good at marketing themselves and, like, finding people who like their work getting them to spread the word like it's really just it's impressive I find it extra impressive though when the author doesn't know why their book blew up yeah like, they're confused too like they had nothing to do with it it's just like a big like I not to toot my own horn or whatever but like when I started reading the orc series yep and started just like like the amount of people who started reading the orc series mm-hmm. orcs horn series by Finley Fenn because I either wrote a review on reddit called buckets of cum Mm-hmm. or I talked about it and like I Finley Femme was like what the like she was like oh my god like this is like amazing and I was just like you like she's very kind of like a quieter author she doesn't necessarily market herself a ton and she, mm-hmm. she doesn't put her real face out there which does make marketing a lot harder because you can't mm-hmm. make reels like I do or like Emily McIntyre does it's like you're you're stuck using audios that work with just graphics and stuff it definitely makes it harder um sometimes for authors to connect with you if you're just a picture yep um but, but yeah Huggle, i think it's we hard. still want to see the gone too deep statistics we know that everyone's there for george holloway I, right? I, romantically inclined i'm about ready to contact fucking source books and get their stats because two times today i recommended gone too deep to people what? fucking i, I just reread it yesterday bitch and it's back Horrible. and i it's flawless. Gone Too Deep by Katie Ruggle. It is book three in a series, which is why I think it's hilarious because the number of people I've recommended it to, and it, I would not say it is a standalone book. Like, no. it is part of a romantic suspense trilogy in which a portion of the crime is unveiled or solved, kind of, at the end of each book. The entire series, flawless. Tropalicious. Like, is- it's amazing. It is. This is how much I trusted Kate. This is before we were even like really like close and you know fucking around and every day up in each other's assholes. Um, <laughs> I read the first two books because she spoke so highly of this book. So but then you that's didn't all you need read. To know. But then you didn't read the third. Wait, you read yeah, the I did. first I read two them books. All. Yeah, I read the first oh, two okay. books and then to get to the third because you were like, oh, oh that's not really oh. okay. Well, I'm gonna trust this bitch. And that yeah. was the defining. I moment. think it's better read all together. I think it, it yeah. covers every trope I love somehow. Mm-hmm. It is slow burn. It is, it's like a step above fade to black where it's like, 
they're having sex, but it's not really incredibly explicit. Um, it's kind of like old school romance style. Um, but it is, she writes characters so well. She writes suspense so well. So we yeah, obviously I am overhyping series. this book and he is a virgin. a virgin. He is a grumpy, gruff, reclusive mountain man, bearded with the beard. Virgin. Yep, yeah. We actually did talk about that in our romantic suspense episode. He has never even been that. kissed. Exactly. It's Drew Barrymore style. Kate's falling apart. We've hit, we've hit the hour mark and the fucking wheels are off the bus. She's yeah. tired. She's playing with her I headphones, little cutie. Yeah, well, I hate wearing glasses and headphones because it just presses my glasses into the side of my face after like 40 minutes. I just and so it's just it me like trying to relieve the fucking pressure. But if, I can't read your facial expressions if I take my glasses off and I, I don't, don't know happy. if I'm... I don't if I'm. Happy. I never Perfect. look happy. See, maybe it's better if I leave them off. Exactly. I look better with your glasses off. You know it. No. It's like a nice little pale I just, blur. I do everything raw. Like I don't even have a cover on my microphone. I've got no headphones, no fucking, no, not a care in the world. This is me though. When I'm like out filming reels in public. Yeah, she does turn the AC headphones. off for us though. The AC is off. I'm sweating yeah. my dick off. Do you yeah. know how hot it is right now? It's 33 degrees Celsius. Let's pull that up in Fahrenheit. Cause I'm like, I'm sitting in a you said it's like not in the nineties? 91. Yeah. yeah yesterday with, she sent um, me like her degrees and i thought it was in celsius and i looked it up and i was like this doesn't seem right because it was like 192 degrees fahrenheit and i was like she must like have already degrees though mm. nick lachey is about to fucking enter in my house is it 98 degrees is that what you, or 93 <laughs> degrees who cares i think fuck it's 98 Lachey. degrees fuck him fuck him wait anyway. was he from that though who was in okay so there's 98 degrees and backstreet boys and insync were all like popular at the same time LFO. Look at how old I am. Seriously. Wow. What a time. What a time. The what a time. Yeah. That's well, look, a, there you go, guys. We've completely devolved. Yeah. We're talking about fucking boy bands. Yeah. Now. Sorry to bring you into this conversation. So we will let you go. Um, if you have an overhyped book that you love and you're sick of hearing people shit on it and you want us to love it, let us know. DM it to us. I love hearing what other people think are overhyped. Um, if you tell me that one of my favorite books is overhyped, I will throw a punch you. So. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's, we're coming into airy season and we're not scared. No, but also, I'm this was scared. all just some good fun. It was just, you know. Yeah, yeah like I said, guys. half of these books I rated five stars. So I'm yeah. like, clearly I'm. <laughs> it's yeah. I think that's what makes me fun, honestly. Like that I, I'm not pretentious. And like you too, like when we read our books, we're just doing it for we're fun. Cool if, girls. if a book gives us joy five mm -hmm. stars four star you know like we're yeah. not being super judgmental i'm not like oh this book had spelling errors one star i'm like i'm here for if i'm entertained yeah. thank you i don't even write books because it's like people actually like believe a rating i'm like i'm not doing it because it's it's so subjective you know what i mean yeah. like the um cm stunich havoc series i give all of those five stars don't fucking read those books yeah she's don't like don't she's told me she's like yeah. do not read those you will hate no. them yeah she's like you five stars but I will there's, not recommend there's them. There's something wrong with me. And I know that. My That's psychiatrist like, knows that. I'm like, rating Jessica Kane books like five stars. And then yeah. I'm like, why the fuck am I? And then I rate like actual works of art books, like Cat Sebastian books. Yeah. I'm like five stars. I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry if you follow me on Goodreads. None of my, my rating system does not make fucking sense. It's all about, did it bring right. me joy? Yeah. And five stars is I would reread this book. If it, if it is not five stars, I will say that's my one thing. Yeah. You only get five stars if I would reread you. Or if you were so fucking spectacular, like I think I rated A Lady for a Duke by Alexis Hall. I will never reread that book because it emotionally traumatized me and it was so unbelievably perfect and it hurt me inside, but it got five stars because it was one of the best uh, written books I have ever read in yeah. my life. So sometimes like on Goodreads, I'll give myself an extra star just for finishing the book. Good for you. Yeah. I like that hype. Now you're hyping yourself. Exactly. Perfect. All right. Well, DM us about your thoughts. Or like if they're nice. I mean, don't don't tell me mean things. We but we will come. Wait, shit. What are we talking about next week? Uh, I don't know. Well, it's gonna be something. We're gonna be talking I'm about going. something, and it's gonna be something really fucking cool. Yeah, probably. Here, I actually I know I I already committed to it. That's why I have to say what it is. Uh, yeah. It is. Oh, horny for hooves. We're reading centaur romances next week. The fuck I am, honestly, no, I will. Okay. <laughs> I wrote it down. It's on the podcast, uh, Up the Smut Pod Instagram, Horny for Hooves. I named the episode already and everything. So if you want to read, uh, it's because a lot of people ask me to read that new centaur romance. That's like something that has like hooves and hoof beats or something. And I was like, fine. 
So yeah, we're going to, um, maybe if Michaela doesn't want it, she's making a really awful face. Um, if she does not want to read centaurs, that is fine. I will talk about centaurs at her. If you want to read, what is it? Satyrs? Is it called pronounced satyrs? If you're reading Percy Jackson, do you want to read a satyr romance? I finished fucking Percy Jackson. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, how about you find a satyr romance? I actually have one. I'll send it to you. It was recommended to me. It's on my Kindle. Okay. You're reading satyrs. I'm reading, um, Horses. It better be left from Horse dick. Horse dick. Fucking hell. Oh I my God. cannot get it. man, don't send me to jail. I'm too pretty. They are not Think concerned I... over centaur romances. They no. are bigger problems right now. Fingers crossed. Thank you guys so yeah, much for hopefully. listening to us. Yay. An hour long descent into madness. We're like, maybe this will go. Who knows? Maybe we'll be done in yeah. 10 minutes. But no, it never is. No, yeah. At 30 minutes, I was like, this will probably wrap up soon. Sorry. Yeah, no. It didn't. No. And we are absolute insanity. We also cannot end episodes. No, exactly. We don't like to say goodbye. But I hope that you are. I know that a lot of people listen to this on their hot girl walks. So I hope that you had a really good hot girl walk. I hope that you didn't laugh too hard. Um, Or maybe if you did, like, I hope that someone was scared to approach you. At least one person listens to this at the gym. You are a brave human being. And we love you. Don't even know how to spell that word. J-I-M. Oh, a dime. Okay. (laughs) all right we love you all right yeah stay smutty stay slutty uh read whatever the fuck you want